It's minus seven degrees out. Holy shit! Feels like minus fourteen. Wow. Hey, welcome hey. to winter, boys. Okay, let's get started, people. We gotta wrap this shit up. Okay, ready? Well, let me mute my phone so it doesn't like buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't wanna. You don't wanna have to answer it on the air. You're like an. You're like an awful like college professor or something. All right, all right, Miss Bean, answer your phone in front of the, the the class, please. Answers the phone, and you just hear crying on the other side. All yeah, right. that's my mom. Um. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hand me the phone, Mr. Hello? Hello, is this Mrs. Maria's mom? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Please stop crying, please. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'd just like you to know that your daughter had her cell phone on during class. Uh-huh. Emergency. Uh-huh. Death and family. Uh-huh. 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 I see. That's still no excuse, I'm sorry, but she's getting a failing grade for this semester. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Lawsuit. Alright, I'll see you in court then. Welcome to hell in a cell. Welcome to Hell in a Cell, an animation podcast hosted by me, James, and that's Maria. Hi. We watch an episode of an animated program or cartoon and then talk about it. Did we do that this week? Yep. Oh, we did? Okay. I thought we made food and then we're going to talk about it. It's a cooking podcast a thing? We probably should have done that instead. I mean, it would mostly be me cooking and then talking about it. I mean, you could teach me how to cook. I'm bad at things. Bad at things. <laughs> I'm bad at things. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it's okay, James. Not everyone's Don't say good at everything. You. Oh my God. Anyway, we are in nostalgia November, where we talk about a certain decade in animation. This time, we're on the '90s. Also, James bad. wearing a beanie today. I'm not wearing a beanie. I'm wearing like a rag. But like why? A, like a bandana or something. But why? Because I haven't gone to the barber since COVID started. <laughs> and it's just, I can't deal anymore. I see. I'm going to shave my head, which I can't do because I have a weird alien-shaped head from the movie Aliens. James, everybody has a weird alien-shaped head. That's why we have hair. Now, I have a particularly weird alien-shaped head. It's okay, James. Everyone just think you're in cosplay all the time. Oh my god, I hate you so much. Anyway, remember the 90s? Back no, I in was the 90s. a little baby. Yeah, well, what, you didn't watch this show, which we watched? No. No, I didn't. I was two years old. I think two-year-old Maria would have enjoyed this. Two-year-old Marie would have been very confused. (laughs) 22-year-old Marie is very confused. Don't even get me started. (laughs) Oh my goodness. 
Anyway, uh, yeah, so for this time in the 90s, we decided to go to the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> Where last week we watched Rugrats and gave rise to kind of the modern era of kids' cartoons. Yeah. You know. It was a show about babies. It's about babies. And that's the, that's that's the end of that. That's it. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, this week, we instead watched Aeon Flux Season 3, question mark, Season 1, Season 1.3, 1.3. Sure. Episode 1, Utopia or Deuteranopia. Deuteranopia. Do you know what that means? I do not know. Me neither. I th- it's like, oh, fuck. I can't even. <sighs> anyway, original release date, uh, August 8th, 1995. Directed by Peter Chung and written by Japet Asher, Peter Gaffney, Mark Mars, and Shari Goods. Shari Goodhearts. <laughs> and story by Peter Chung as well. I think that just means original concept by Peter Chung. Anyway, Maria, Aeon Flux. It's a thing. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing. So apparently do you yes. okay, it's pronounced like this. Deuteranopia. Okay. Thank you, Google. It means a defect of vision in which the retina falls. To respond to the color green. What? Oh, it did. Written up fails, not falls. Fails to respond to the color green. What? But there was yeah, plenty it's... of green in this episode. Well, that's. I, I don't know why that's what it's called, but that's what deuteranopia means. It me. It's like a. I you know, defect where you can't see green anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. That that would be very bad. We, green is the most uh seen color in the human eyeball. Yeah. You can see more shades of green than any other color. Um Is that true? Great. It is true, yes. Wow. We can differentiate more shades of green because then it's easier to Notice predators. Oh, okay, that makes that sense. Way. That makes sense because mm. we used to live in the forest and the jungle places with more greenses. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you know uh, we didn't live in cities once, you guys. We didn't. No. It's hard to think about, isn't it? Except it if is, you yes. don't live in the city, in which case, nice. <laughs> okay, I think. Sp- most animals are really good at seeing red colors okay. because red is usually, you know, the danger color. Okay. In a sense, I don't don't quote me on that at all. Okay. James is in no way an expert on animal eyesight or human eyesight or eyesight just in general. Yeah, I'm blind. <laughs> so yeah, don't take any of what I say for. As as true fact, but okay, look, let's just, just accept that this title is from the weird mind of Peter Chung. 
whose name is very familiar, but I don't really know, remember where from. So I'm pretty sure James will at some point tell us who Peter yeah. Chung is. I mean, he's he's an animator, um, pretty well established, even though he hasn't made that many things, really. Like, I mean, his his style has been very influential. Like, Aeon Flux is a very influential series. Um, he is sort of oeuvre has kind of become sort of you know a thing in animation um freaking uh do you remember uh kids next door codename kids yeah, next door yeah i think they, about that show all uh, the time good to know why haven't we watched an episode yet i don't know why haven't we james <laughs> um they actually made a direct reference to his film the animatrix in one of their episodes oh and um yeah he's just kind of he's kind of a legend i guess even though i've never really seen much of what he's done but you can kind of you know once you see once you see it you can kind of see it you know mm -hmm. that makes sense mm -hmm. and like okay so and then like his first big breakout thing was i think aeon flux this is a weird show it's a very weird show. It's um do we want to get into the plot? Well, I could do the recap esque of it. Um so <laughs> okay. just fucking weird, you guys. Oh, uh, yes. so we start off by look by looking at like this weird is this weird monologue. Okay. And we're like looking at this weirdo looking city and this like there's this little bit where this truck has a bunch of boxes on it. One of the boxes falls out and off of the bridge that it's on and someone else accidentally drops a box from one of the buildings that looks exactly like this other box. And the driver Don't. notices this box is missing. So he comes out and sees this other box that was dropped by the person from the building. And puts the box back thinking it's the box that fell off. And then uh -huh. the person comes out looking for the box. And then someone goes into the building. Else goes into the building. And it's well, just weird. Aeon grabs the package, remember? Oh, right, yeah, she grabs a package and, like, it gets, like, shuffled, which is kind of weird, and I don't know if that really comes into play at all. Look, look, it was a pretty cool sequence, but it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, and it's, like, all overlaid by this one person doing a dumbass monologue, and then we <laughs> see him, okay, this person. It's, like, this yes. whole panning shot, and it turns and it looks at him from, like, the below so it's a dutch angle and and he just looks no, horrifying he looks oh sorry a low angle and he just looks horrifying because like <laughs> this person is just a skeleton with skin on like basically a skeleton <laughs> with skin on and and the proportions are all out of whack and he's just like weird mm -hmm. looking um yes. he's just a funny looking fella you guys oh my god um Anyway. Yes. Uh, his name is something. His name is probably... something. 
and no, he, he has a name. He has a name. It's it's um, fuck. What was his name? Clavius. Oh yeah, Clavius. Clavius. Clavius, yes. this weird-looking dumb man, um, is. Oh wait, no, that's the that's the other president. This was okay. Yes. Okay. His name is Trevor Goodchild. He's not a good child. Um, He's not. Clavius so, is the president who has been kidnapped. Yes. And he has taken power. Yes. So Trevor Goodchild, he really isn't, uh, <laughs> uh, is basically taking over for um, Clavius going missing. And he like is having this interview with this rando uh, TV woman who has a camera and she has and a v-neck that, and, well yeah she has like that weird like that weird like keyhole on uh, keyhole cut on her chest like you know how it's keyhole like cut. it's yeah, like yeah. it's like fucking oh it's like fucking Sue Storm's fantastic four outfit where there's a four on her chest that's like cut out it's like that but it's just a circle so you can <laughs> just see everything basically um, yes. and he, she's like asking him really hard questions about, you know, what happened to the president and all that stuff. And he's being the politician person and is like, well, in his absence, I am the ruler and the king of the world. And I shall, I don't know where he is, but all efforts are being made to, to find him and restore him to his original power. Until then, still though, waiting I am the, the king. President. Whatever. president yes so yes. and then this woman says, um, tries to stab him with a pen knife like no yep. not even like a pen knife like a pen that is a knife <laughs> yes whatever pen knives are a different thing so I mean, you've missed a big part before this happens oh right he gets naked in front of the camera oh my god so he to because the president has been kidnapped by terrorists, yeah. he is instituting a police or a surveillance state. Yes. Okay. Called complete openness, where everybody is uh, even. I think it's implied even their thoughts are open to the public. Amazing. But basically, cameras are just placed everywhere, and everybody knows where everybody is at all times. Yep. So you know. It's one of those stories. One of one of those dystopias. It's it's George Orwell's dystopia, basically. Orwell. Orwell. What did I say? Orwell. Orwell. <laughs> it's not a wall, Maria. It's a well. You're a wall. It's been like this for months. Anyway. It's just so. <laughs> So, and yes. during this broadcast, we see Aeon okay. Flux, like, remember, slinking Eddie. around. Okay, if you can remember, Eddie, uh, the stuff that happens between now and that one bit that's coming up, I'll be impressed. What do you mean now and that one bit? You know what one bit is coming. You mean the one where we see fucking Aeon Flux's ass? No, not that bit. The oh. one where the guy goes into the other guy. 
guy goes into the other guy? Wait a minute. The guy goes into the president. Oh, right. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. All right. Hold oh on. We're not God. even there yet. There's a bunch of stuff that happens before that. Okay. Nothing happens before yeah! that. Okay. So Aeon Flux is like slinking around the the okay, president's home place and she like hides a grenade behind a wall somewhere and it's just like flippity floopity whatever the fuck around even though there's cameras <laughs> everywhere seeing what she's doing. But obviously she's, yeah. you know, just jumping and flipping about. And also, she's not wearing any clothes. I mean, she is, but she really isn't. No, um, she's not. Let's, and we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and so this person, you know, um, gets attacked. The Trevor gets attacked by the journalist woman, and he saves himself because he's the big strong man that he is. Hey, he is a big strong man who don't need no woman. Exactly. Exactly. So he, yeah, he saves himself, tells the world that we're in a police state, gets naked, blah, blah, yes. blah. Um, and then he runs into one of the guards, guard men persons. And who, oh, he has a name too. Who uh, is suspecting him of, you know, misdeeds and of kidnapping the president. He bumps into him and this person, uh, and Trevor drops. Green. Um, Trevor drops. Uh, hold on, hold on, Maria. His name's Green. Breen. Oh, Breen. Oh, Jesus. All right. So he drops. It Look, this it's the future. What are you expecting? Names, actual names that weren't given by <laughs> Elon Musk, but whatever. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> so he, yes. he, uh, Trevor drops a an, uh, an envelope with stuff on it, in it. And mm -hmm. um, Aeon Flux, like, flippity floopities out of nowhere and like gets into a fight with this man and then like kisses him a bunch of times on camera to piss off Trevor who she knows is watching and is totally into that sort of thing um and she also goes up to the camera and says I am Aeon Flux and I'm an assassin yeah yeah she, I'm she here just, to kill the president yep. and everybody's just like that can't be true yeah they're just like that's Nobody's gonna do that. Anyways, which so. we figure out why later. Yes, yes, anyway. yes. We do figure out why later. Anyway, so <laughs> she gets Breen wrapped up into her like whole. This is a conspiracy thing, and um, basically the two of them are trying to figure out what Trevor has done with the with the president. And we sort of um, go to, like, we follow Trevor into his room. Um, oh, wait, Maria, yes. Maria, 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 really quick before that, uh -huh. before they fight, uh, Aeon Flux has stolen a guard uniform, but she's only stolen the top, top yeah. of the guard uniform. Yeah. So she's just sitting there, like, with her butt in, hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, with her butt. And, and Breen is just like, yeah, this is normal. Yeah, I just walks in. This like, is yeah, this, this is, is normal. Fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guard, show me the thing, and then she punches him or something. Yeah, shit, yeah, she does. And then they kiss, and it was happily and ever then... after. Well, it isn't. But anyway, point fight, being, fight, 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 kiss, kiss, kiss. Yeah. Point being, she's trying to piss off Trevor by kissing this rando dude. Um, yes. And Trevor is trying to go. Um, 
Brian is trying to figure out where the president is, and Aaron Flux's motives are still kind of up in the air. Uh, and they, uh, we basically follow Trevor into his bedroom as he like goes to bed, and then we find out that his secret hideout is under his bed, like in his bed, because he Literally. like replaces himself with like a weird dummy, so the camera can't see, and um goes down into his goes down into his lair and um you we see this weird he's wearing this weird like harness thing and he mm-hmm. like clicks it on well no we see like this flickering image of um someone and then he flicks it on and it like he starts flickering and they're both basically flickering in the same wavelength and then we see that it's supposed to be the Which, president yeah. who is, like, yep. naked and also has, like, a weird, like, thingy on his chest that he opens with this weird-looking key. And, and then... Really quick, Mary. Uh-huh. The, like, weird wavy shit must have been a pretty complex thing. Yeah, to I was just gonna say, like, animation-wise, it was pretty friggin' good. Like, how do you even do that must have taken a lot of frames yeah <laughs> yeah because you're doing that you're doing the back oh my god they had to replace the background too. yeah yeah oh, and they had to make the background tough. look all like shaky and shit too after they made him look all shaky and shit they had to do that mm-hmm. a few times in this episode so anyway yes. he they open he opens up the president i know i know what it sounds but this exactly <laughs> word for word what happens <laughs> He uses a key and opens up the president's stomach and walks through it. He like literally crawls through him like a like his stomach is a tunnel to another dimension, which it is. Yes. Where we find a dress on a mannequin in a bed. Nobody knows why that is. And I don't understand why that is too, even though I've seen the episode. So I don't think there's an there's an answer. It's just weird. I don't know. Yes, I don't it's very know. weird. Yeah. I think that he, he, this is just him preparing a very elaborate date for Aeon Flux to win her over permanently. Um, God. But who knows? <laughs> yes. I, I think that's probably the right answer. Okay. Um, We're going to have a date inside the president, babe. God. I think he was thinking of trapping well, her in there. Then that's, uh, that's probably a better. Yeah. Yeah. But he wanted to make it, he wanted to be nice about it. Yes, there's like a whole like purple dress and shit. There's like a bed and everything. God, so. So dumb. Doesn't that sound fun? A date inside the president. Cool. Be so romantic next to his fucking gastrointestinal system. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. Yes. Uh, on the on the flip side, fuck, I don't even remember oh, what was happening flop. on the flip side. Um, basically, Aeon Flux and this and Breen are just like trying to piss off Trevor, and she's basically setting herself up as a distraction so Trevor can, um, you know, mm. go inside the president. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> yes, she captures. Uh, Trevor. Yeah, she captures Trevor and takes her into a weird, like, room place where she... 
where there's a lot of foot play going on. Yeah, here. there's some foot play going on, and Trevor's just watching from a weird, like, little slit in yeah. the panel that he's tied to. And basically, Breen, uh, well, she finds the key off of, off of Trevor and gives it to Breen. And Breen mm -hmm. is like, there's something not right. So he goes to Trevor's room to find the secret. And eventually finds dun, his dun, secret dun. hideout, which he does not hide very well. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty obvious. Goes down and finds um, finds the president, releases him. Um... Yep. Wait a minute. And then it turns out. So he's talking with the president, and yep. he says, like, I've uncovered a vast conspiracy, and he pulls out a bunch of documents. Yep. Okay, I figured out the moon people in these documents is a secret code for parliament. Mm -hmm. And the president's like, no. No, and then... And he's like, yeah. well, okay, that the sa the flying saucers are, are a secret code for nukes. And he's like, no. He's like, wait, well, what does it mean then? means the moon people are coming down in the flying saucers and they're going to take us over and they're going to turn our minds into mush. Yeah, basically the president has lost his mind and is a conspiracy nut. Mm -hmm. On the other yep. hand, um, Trevor is trying to catch Aeon for doing something, I think. Um, and um, uh, I think they unplugs. Framed yeah, so Breen unplugs the president. Um, yes, and then killing him. basically Aeon's like, you don't know what I want. I don't want to kill the president, blah, 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 blah. And then is basically trying to frame him for, you know, killing the president. But everybody else, including Trevor, is trying to frame her for killing the president. And then we find out that, um, so when Breen, she's technically dumping a body, but it's not... It's not the president's body. We find out that it's Breen's body. And um, Breen like, comes oh out God. and he's like, yes, I pulled a plug on the president. That's because he's crazy. <laughs> and he's crazy because there's a weird mechanism attached to him. And I have the key. And he pulls out this weird looking key, which earlier he had given to Aeon. And apparently she might have switched it or is just the same key uh, to the mm -hmm. two... To get into the body of the president and also the same key that unlocks Aeon's chastity belt, which he holds up and then everybody else in the fucking security hold up one by one because she's given everybody in the security a key to her chastity belt. She's in bed Even with no. all of them, including Trevor and the one and, female guard. Yeah, those. <laughs> yep. Yep. Everybody. He got played hard. He got played so hard. Oh my god. He got played. Trevor got played. Everybody got played. Because he's just like, oh my god. Yeah. What? I thought I was the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, literally everybody has a key, which is why she's, like, flouncing around all over the place, and nobody yep. stops her. And then she, like, kicks mm -hmm. uh, the wall panel that she had the grenade in, and poof, she disappears. 
until the, the next time when somebody brings the key with them to her, you know. Sex dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very, cons- well, confused and concise explanation of what happened. It was so weird. I kind of get what was happening, but I don't. It's clear that, like... Aeon has some history with Trevor and mm-hmm. is also like has some history with the president and the way this world runs and it's just uh, going yes. around being herself she, question mark she is an agent of chaos in this weird dystopian cityscape yep. yep that's supposed to be running perfectly supposedly right Trevor wants it to run perfectly yep. and she's and he's a, he's attracted to her, obviously, because I think she is an agent of chaos, and you know. Well, I also I'm pretty people. sure there's some like history there. Yeah. That we don't see in this episode, but is there. Right. Because. But implied, I think that's why he's yeah. attracted through this episode. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But despite all that. Maria, what did you think of Aeon Flux? I mean, it's not a bad show, and I would totally watch more of it. Um, I I liked it. I just wish that, like, everybody was dressed just as weirdly as the women were. Right. That's that's yeah. that's my I'm... only con- complaint for it, is that, like, yes. a lot of the, even the female models that, that were in the background were dressed bizarrely or, like, skimpily. But the men weren't. And, like, I know what mm. with me pointing this out, it would be like, well, it's the future. Everyone can wear what they want. And then my argument no, would be, <laughs> yeah, they can. Then why are these men wearing these boring clothes and these women are dressed, like, in weird, like, cut-out clothes, right? Like, mm-hmm, exactly. that's my problem. And from the brief memories I have of this show, <laughs> which are very brief and flashing, almost like a like a waking nightmare, <laughs> if you could say, <laughs> I think the men do start wearing crazy ass clothes like she does. Okay, That's I remember. Good. I remember Trevor. I remember him, and I think he has some sort of crazy ass bondage gear on at some point. Amazing. Just like her. I just feel like this show is just like a sort of fetish outlet for a bunch of the it, writers and creators, you know? Yeah, it does feel like it. It does feel like it, definitely. Um, like you, I also enjoyed it. Which, again, no no, no judging them. Do what you want. And no. it was not like yeah. blown out of proportion or anything in, in like the, the animation. It kind of fits in this weird like world yeah thing that it's not built. uncomfortable yeah. like anime where it's aimed at a much younger audience exactly yeah exactly where, or ruby which is aimed at an even younger audience yeah like it's clearly made for like older people and it's made with the understanding mm-hmm. that it's made for a certain kind of audience even in the older subset like yeah this is not for everybody yeah. at all. Yeah, basically. And even like Which, the character you know, designs are just kind of bizarre. They are, yes. They're, they are a signature of Peter Chong. They're very like lanky and mm-hmm. scrawny, but they're like their shoulders are all broad. It's weird. Mm-hmm. They have like this weird triangle shape weird. to them. They do, yeah. They're very triangular as a put. Even Aeon is. Yeah. Whereas yeah. women are usually like 
rounder. Yeah, like they're they're usually like curvier. Yeah, you have like the three. You you have like the square character for the strong, you know, stock, you know, hero strong man. Strong man. Yeah. Strong man. You have the circle for the little, you know, weak person who must be protected. Mm-hmm. That's why all the Moe girls are circular. Yep. If you look at that, and then this, you just have the triangle for when you just want to fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah, basically. And just, just everybody's make people triangle. confused. Yeah, everybody's like a triangle shaped, and it's kind of weird. Yes. Alan's hair is weird, too. It's like other oh, weird, like, curl there. They, they look like ram's mm-hmm. horns. Yes. I I, th- I think this works a lot better than the Bruce Tim triangle shape if you remember justice league oh yeah and their character designs yeah well i mean like they're but like again all of the men are like that shape but not the women that's why it's weird here like everybody is so that's kind of like yeah that's the shape that the people are in this world sort of like whether it is like by exaggerated clothing shoulder plates or just in general their shape is made that way like everybody is like that in in -hmm. the justice league it was only the stocky male characters that were built like that so like even Mm -hmm. so batman superman even like martian manhunter wasn't as triangular so it was very specific to a very specific kind of like body shape and it's weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. People aren't like that. It's well, weird. No, I mean, having different body shapes is fine, but it's like, anyway. Yeah, it's very, again, it's very yeah. specific to the macho man. Right. Whereas this man. one is. Which is weird because it's usually supposed to be square. Yeah. But. Weird. Anyway, I like them going out of out of the boundaries of like normal character design. No, I like it. I like the style. It fits really well with this weird like dystopian like future mm-hmm. world where everything is like wonky looking and like kind of geometric in nature. Like even the cityscape mm. that we saw at the start of, which was really well done. Yes. And the camera work was just amazing in that shot too. And just throughout the show, like, some of the angles, like, they're never really in proper angles. And then also, they're shown through, like, the camera lens several times. So they're all fish-eyed in a screen, which is also really cool. Um, Uh, Yeah, when her and um, Breen are fighting, some of that's through camera angles. Doing the other F thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) oh god when they're fighting and then quote unquote yes. fighting yes i uh, i think one of the strengths of this show is definitely that no frame is boring yes this really? is true they really made an effort to make sure every sequence had something interesting to look yeah. at yeah no that's true and they definitely struggled because they I don't think they really had the budget to go for. I mean, the cityscape is at the beginning is really nice, but later on it gets kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's I go. think they blew a bunch of their budget on that one like segment and then also like all of the weirdo like fish eyes and the the sh- mm-hmm. like the the shaky oh, like the- um 
vibration thing for for the president scene. Yeah, I think that took up most of their yeah. time, but also them him going into the president and changing perspective yeah, multiple yeah, times. Yeah. Oh god, that was it, weird and cool, but so yeah. weird. It was very weird. But yeah, I don't think they had enough um, time left to make the city feel more alive. Yeah. Or, you know, unique. But that's fine. I mean, they didn't need that this episode anyway, so... No. No, no. I'm just pointing it out. Uh, And I think the other thing is that it was a complete story. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a full sort of... That's true. Yeah. And it didn't feel like a to be continued next time. Or whatever. No. Or just kind of like a one-off, you know, episode of the week thing. It felt like, you know, it's a story with a be- well, kind of a beginning. It is, it is in medias res, but it's fine. Right. Yeah. Beginning, middle, and then end. Right. Which, you know, compared which, to like a show like The Rugrats, which does also do that, but it feels a lot more like episodic. a day in the life. Yeah. Where else she's Whereas just this like, is like gone again she'll show up yep. next episode but until then she's gone yeah it feels like a book you'd find in an old bookstore <laughs> that you pick up right and you're like what is this and you read it and you don't really understand it because it's like part of a series but right. you, you know you, you get the gist of it enough which i really enjoyed i think that's a it's a unique way to go about storytelling that hasn't been replicated yeah. at all. It also there was a lot of cutting. Like there was a lot of uh there's a lot of inference in this. Like they don't show you yes. a blow by blow of everything. There's a lot of no. like you need to connect the dots of what is going on because this is like cut next scene like three days later, mm. five days later, eight days later, months later. Like clearly they're they're doing this over a course of a really long time period. Right. But like the way that the episode is set up, it's that you have to sort of connect the dots from like the first part of the episode to like the end of the episode or whatever, right? Like um, Yeah, there's which, no hand holding whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, which I kinda like. It's very like it keeps you keeps you on your toes it keeps you paying attention to to the show like it this would be mm-hmm. something that yes. i if i could watch it on like netflix or something like i would come back to rewatch it because i definitely wouldn't understand everything that happened or like things would make more sense as i rewatched it because this, you mm-hmm. keep track of more details that way like this would be one of those episodes right. where one of those shows where people would come back to rewatch it to like understand it better Definitely. And it does a very good job of setup and payoff. Yeah. It's it sets up so much stuff in the beginning that does end up getting paid off later on. Yeah, like the I think, like the weird foot kissing, which you then realize it's because everybody <laughs> is literally everybody is sleeping with Aeon Fox. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the grenade. And the grenade. I was, I was gonna say the grenade, but yes, the fact that she's a prostitute is also oh my God. Or whatever. I don't even know that she is a prostitute more than I, like she's, she's just like this is her easy. way of like getting everybody sort of under wraps mm-hmm. literally and figuratively. Like yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if she even really has sex with them. I think they just like kissing her feet. Oh my god. I mean maybe that one dude, but yeah. 
And maybe that one dude. They all have she the key. She knows what they like. I'm just saying they, they all had the key. key. Yes. So. Yes, they did all have the key. But yeah, as it was a unique experience. And I really wish that more shows would like act, you know, be written more like this. Right. Honestly, like it, it feeling like an old book that you pick up is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Like you, you pick up something in the middle of a series. Right. It's a, it gives you a kind of a, you know, a sense of, that there's something greater mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. this while also being, you know, very self-contained. Yeah. No, I, I genuinely really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I would definitely. Which watch I was it shocked. Again. I mean, again, I, like I, I it made me mad. Like okay, Am Flux's outfit made me mad, but like that's fair because literally her butt's like hanging out. Nobody does those weird flippity floppity thingies in a thong. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yes. Like Jesus. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? Cheese and crackers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But. Otherwise, Alien Flux is pretty cool, and mm-hmm. like it's a fun sort of dynamic that she has with everybody else, and it's very tongue in cheek. And even in the end, it's kind of very like hilarious um, because yes. she literally just like un like she literally just unlocks her chastity like chest belt, <laughs> and you're just like, oh. In front of the camera. In front of the camera. Yeah, in front of the camera. She like, literally just takes the key from Breen's hand and like unbuckles her chastity belt. And Breen's like, oh, I gave it to her and she replaced it. She she replaced it. He's just going in cra- crazy because it's he knows so what he's good. like. He knows that, you know, even mm-hmm. though it is entirely possible that it's exactly the same key. Like, and the reason why yeah. like Trevor has it is because he also has a key to uh aeon's uh heart sure and he thought it was the only one yeah and he thought why he used yeah and he thought it was the only one even though literally everybody in the security force had one of them oh see that's not explained at all in the series and it's just so fun to like think back and all the implications of what happened and be like oh that's why gee this this episode was great actually no i actually had a lot of fun especially that last part was a lot of fun and also the inclusion of that one female guard (laughs) yes he just holds it up and looks very embarrassed it's just it's great it's great oh it's great uh so let's talk about the series as a whole well not the series as a whole but like the implications why are we looking at this as no in nostalgia november because it's weird. It's, it's very weird. But we're looking at this because it aired on MTV. Okay. And this was back when um, you had the two, three networks who were airing cartoons, really. Okay. You had Nickelodeon, you had Cartoon Network, and then you had Disney. Okay. You know, uh, Disney was more in syndication at this point. They didn't have the Disney Channel okay. at this point. Okay. But then you had MTV. Do you know what MTV is? Yeah, yeah, I know what MTV. Okay, yeah. So basically they were like, okay, we've got all these music videos. You know, we bought all that and we were showing them. 
we need something to air in between them. Right. And so they thought, hey, what about a bunch of like silly little cartoons that we can show in between the music segments and other stuff? So they bought up basically a bunch of really, 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 really weird and experimental cartoons from wherever they could find them. They bought Beavis and Butthead, they bought Aeon Flux, and they bought a bunch of other stuff. And basically, yeah, aired them as um, basically filler for the network. And they got really popular. Like, for a while there, MTV was like a producer of cartoons and animation. For a more adult audience. That's amazing. I like that. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And you got a lot of experimental stuff like Aeon Flux. Yeah. And I think that's like, it's really healthy, right? To to like Mm -hmm. have something like that happen, right? Where it's kind of like, well, we're already making all this money from this other thing. But we need this one deficit that we need to fulfill. So let's just throw all this money that we have at fixing this problem right like Mm -hmm. and that just kind of turns out really well because you're funding stuff that is just kind of you know eh, weird maybe kind of funky or whatever but like it sort of is is giving a voice to something out of the box right like Mm-hmm. And that's kind of cool how how some of those like weird media ecosystems happen just on the fly based <laughs> on like a deficit. Um, I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it is really cool, and it's just it's when the '90s was when a lot of experimentation was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, it's when stuff was changing from the 80s as we talked about and i think the pinnacle of it is aeon flux okay of just this bizarre thing that you know just caught people's attention and has kind of persisted right because of how unique it is yeah and i genuinely genuinely do enjoy this this the show like even though mm-hmm. I have to watch Aeon Flux's butt hanging out like several times in the <laughs> show because she's like crouching yeah. and crawling and just being her general self. Um, right. Which again is supposed to be somewhat sexually suggestive. Like that's her entire thing. It's a shtick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the it's shtick. It's a shtick, right? Like that's her thing. Yes. So. I mean, uh, he followed this one up with Rain the Conqueror, which is about Alexander the Great wearing Aeon Flux's outfit, basically. Amazing. All right. You know what? That's fair. I'm down for that. Like, he is not, like, yeah, he's not opposed to men also wearing those outfits. Yeah, and I guess, again, like, in this episode we didn't see it, but if there are Mm. more, that's really good. Because it's just kind of like breaking down those barriers of people like mm. conforming certain clothes to certain genders and it being, you know, stupid and dumb and bikini armor. 
fucking bikini armor. Don't even get me started on bikini armor. Why can't men wear bikini armor? Let men wear bikini armor. Rawr. Exactly. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. Uh, yeah. Um, I think unless you want to talk about like feminism in the nineties and two thousands. I actually don't know much about the early feminism movements. Yeah, I don't really know much either. But I do know that there is sort of like this weird, I mean, it's not weird, it's kind of uh, predictable, but there's like this weird wave of like when the feminist movements happen, whenever there's feminist movements that have happened, there's like this rise Mm -hmm. in sort of like, quote unquote, good or bad like empowerment media right like media that that is that is made to cater to whether it is to like quell the people or whether it is because of genuine change in the industry that adds more people to it um so Mm -hmm. like the kind of feminist movements that allowed um I'm gonna, we talked about this earlier, and that's why it's kind of like on the top of my head, but that allowed Gail Simone to become a comic artist. And then there's like mm-hmm. this, after a while, yes. there's a pullback, right? And it's sort of happened even with like um, representation and race and stuff, right? Like at the peak of, of the, uh, you know, um, sort of civil rights and civil rights movements and stuff like that. And like riding on that wave, there's a bunch of media and stuff that is very oriented towards that minority group or like... Um, sort of uh, like media and and corporations like employing those people to write those stories whether again it's because they don't want to face backlash or whether it's like a genuine change but then once that wave hits the crest there's sort of like a pullback from that so there's like it's again stuff is starting to get stuff gets starts to getting words stuff starts getting racist again and sexist again and like you need another one of those like pushes and shoves another like round of outrage before it it's like it goes back to oh yeah we need to change this thing blah 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 and then slowly adding more change or whatever mm-hmm. it's kind of like this is this might be one of those moments where it's like yeah, this was around the time where people were talking about feminism and like adding more people into more women into, you know, um, a certain media group or whatever, or making strong female characters because apparently those are things people like. Apparently, um, apparently. Yeah. So uh, you know, yeah, I I think there's a folly in getting your. Uh, views about feminism from mass media there is yes but it does allow for more diverse voices yeah and again like so i don't know it's a question mark for me well i mean again it's kind of like it is important and necessary it is unfortunate that there needs that it doesn't stay that way that clearly like the base foundation hasn't been shaken or redone in in a meaningful enough way that we are able to pull back and then people realizing like oh shit this is happening again so kind of like going from the from the slasher 
trope of the finishing girl to the slasher trope of, you know, the girls dying or the the black person dying first or whatever, right? Like, which again was not a thing in in like earlier horror, but became a thing in like the early mid 2000s. Right. So I think in animation wise, in like the 80s, Probably yeah, past the eighties, but like up to the eighties, we had the token girl. Exactly, yeah. And then the nineties, we get diff. We get a diverse group of female characters mm-hmm. in media, such as Aeon right. Flux, who not a great representation. Yeah, but. Not but she's not a damsel in distress, right? Like she's doing, getting out, doing no. stuff, kicking ass, taking names, kissing guys, having sex with literally everybody. Yep. And then not dying in the end. Sexual assassin thing. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird trope. But I guess again, yeah. like it's sort of a weird, imperfect sort of movement towards women empowerment, where it's kind of like, well, sh- we can't just make her powerful and wear clothes where she has to be powerful in shorts and a in crop shorts, top yeah. so we can see all of the good stuff when she does all those fancy tricks and flips and shit yeah i blame sailor moon oh my god god those legs yo though those legs yo and I think the 2000s, we had kind of an ebbing of the tide of mm. that stuff we had more women but the quality wasn't there, yeah. you know? And then 2010 just kind of crested. But then again, like, we got a whole towards the stuff. end of, again, 20, the, towards the end of the 10s, right? Like, in the last couple of years, there have been so many, like, female-centric animations. And they're not just white women, right? Like, there's yes. quite a we few got Amphibia, that have come out. Yeah. We got... Owl House, Infinity Train, Season 3. We got um, Kipo, we got Kipo, um, Hilda, we got... Um, Hilda. Fuck. Shira. Yeah, we got Shira. There's one more. I feel so, like I'm forgetting one more, but it's fine. Probably. Look, there's too many to count. Yeah, but That's they're all good. good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're all really, really good. Um, right. And maybe they should say a little thank you to Aeon Flux. Maybe. For helping to pave a weird weird road for them <laughs> just the strangest road to whatever the fuck we're at right now but yeah, yeah. it's a good place to be in like kipo yes. is a good is a good example of that like there's a lot of yeah. lot of representation in that in that show holy shit it's mm. great 10 out of yes, 10. It's very good. Like, we got that good, good flamingo representation. Can you believe that? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, Aeon Flux. We enjoyed it. Surprisingly. Yeah, it was actually really fun. Um, But also, <laughs> what are you wearing? That's a very good question. What the fuck is she wearing? <laughs> anyway, I had to say that once uh, this episode was on my contract. Yeah. I was shocked you weren't saying it through the whole thing, but you know what? It's I fine. was trying to keep it for the end because then it's like more impactful, oh, okay. you know? Uh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. It was yeah, good. I give it like three and a half fingers. You can watch season 
one, three, three it's a weird the third, whatever. Okay, so the first season is just the pilot split into two minutes, into six two-minute segments. Mm-hmm. Season two is a bunch of five-minute segments. Mm-hmm. And season three is an actual series, like 22-minute run time. Right. So that's, and they only have the the season with the 22-minute runtime on MTV.com. Go watch it now for free on your browser or wherever the fuck yeah, you can find Bing. MTV shows. No, <laughs> don't use Bing. Please don't use Bing, I beg of you. Anyway, it's confusing. Whatever, we watched that. Get over it. It was great. Yeah, it was it great. Was good. Go watch it. It was good. Go Be on. as confused as we yes. are. Add us on our social media. <laughs> yep, do that too. About how confusing it is. Okay. Ready for news? What's for news? Uh, What's the news, my news dude? It's getting pretty late, so let's just focus on one news. How's that? Okay. Uh, sure. Okay. So you know that movie, SpongeBob, Sponge on the Run? Yep, you told us about it last time. Yeah, the shit show that was its release. <laughs> oh no, what was the shit show that was its release? Oh, just it was supposed to go to theaters. COVID happened. It got delayed, delayed, and then they were. Go- and now it's on Paramount Plus, which is the thing, <laughs> but only in select countries outside of the U.S. Oh, it's just so dumb. It's very dumb. Anyway, now it's on Netflix. I think question mark on that one it's on somewhere people have watched it Uh and the reviews are in maria and it's a Uh big resounding (laughs) a big resounding yeah um so but that wouldn't be much news would it nope there's a twist to this news Uh uh-oh do you know the twist to this news maria what is the twist of the news? Turns out, SpongeBob, Sponge on the Run, the SpongeBob movie about SpongeBob SquarePants. You know, he lives in a pineapple under the sea mm-hmm. with his little snail Gary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns out, this was a backdoor pilot the whole time. Wait a minute. What? Okay, do you know what a backdoor pilot is? No. Oh, really? You don't? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Um. What's a good example of a backdoor pilot? Okay, do you know Jimmy Neutron? Yes. Do you remember the movie? Yes. That was a backdoor pilot. They basically produce a thing as a lead-in to a TV series. Okay. Um, there's a few like famous ones. Um, in terms, like, did you ever watch The Office? Um, the British one. No, the other one. Uh, like, I've seen a bunch of episodes of it, but I haven't, like, religiously watched it. Okay, well, everybody who listens to this probably has seen The Office. If you recall The Office, there's an episode, there's a weird episode where it's all about the asshole Dwight going uh-huh. to his farm and taking it over. Uh-huh. It was supposed to be a backdoor pilot for his own series. It never oh. got picked up. Oh, it's almost like people hate Dwight. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, turns out this whole movie that has been such a disaster going in, A, it's not, apparently it's it's okay. But B, it's just a backdoor pilot for the new SpongeBob SquarePants series, Camp Coral. 
spin-off series, Camp Coral, where SpongeBob and the gang are babies at a summer camp. That's actually kind of adorable. Yep, but people are just like, what the fuck is it? It's not like a backdoor, it's not like Jimmy Neutron where the whole thing is a backdoor pilot for Mm -hmm. the series. Apparently the movie just gets interrupted by segments in like in of them in remembering themselves at, at this camp. Oh, okay. So Some flashbacks. Yeah, flashback just randomly throughout nice. the movie and it feels like less of a backdoor pilot and more like just a giant ad campaign for this new series. Amazing. So people are a little pissed. Naturally. Yeah. <sighs> Neither of us have seen the movie. Nope. Like, I watched the SpongeBob movie. That was a great movie. Mm-hmm. And that I'm just kind of, that's it. I'm good. I watched the SpongeBob movie. Who wants to see more of SpongeBob movie? Did you watch no. the second one? No. Sponge on the Run? Wait, is that the one that's on now? SpongeBob, where there's superheroes? Um, SpongeBob Re- Avengers Initiative? Whatever the fuck it is called, I forget. There's SpongeBob the movie. Yeah, that's the good one. Okay. You recall that SpongeBob one. SquarePants. That's all I have on my on my Netflix in Canada. Fantastic. Wait, you have the SpongeBob movie on your Netflix? Yeah. Ah, damn. I would like to but watch But we only Spongebob have, movie. like, the Spongebobs from season five. That's weird. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I mean, that's probably a good season, right? Mm. <laughs> but, James, I what have the? news. <gasps> Twist. What is it? Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse is coming to the Canadian Netflix on November 26th. But you don't already have it? No. Oh. Yay. <laughs> if you're it's... in the great state of Canada, go watch Spider-Verse on Netflix. I was watching it with the VPN the other day because <laughs> Shh, that's I was, illegal. I just cuz I was wait, trying to cuz I was try cuz I wanted to I wanted to watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I was using Netflix. It wasn't Wait, like hold on. Like I was using Netflix to get to the American Netflix and watch it. Like Right. Is I'm it, still paying Netflix. Yeah. Is it illegal if you're using a if capitalism creates a problem and you're using a, a solution that capitalism comes up with to bypass the problem that capitalism creates? <laughs> I don't think it's illegal to do that. Like I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's illegal at all. Like, just because it's geolog doesn't mean like I'm paying Netflix. I'm watching legally. I'm paying Netflix, and I'm also paying a VPN service. Like, I cannot be in the wrong here. I'm paying money two ways. I'm screwing myself over twice. Like, come on, you guys. Yeah, basically. Also, you have to give me your VPN at some point. Promise to do that. I know. I keep forgetting. It's because it's uh, configured on this laptop instead of anyway. (laughs) Well, anyway. How many times have you watched Spider-Verse? I've watched it eight times. Every time is I think this is like the fourth time I've watched it. But but only because like I haven't had access to it too much. Uh, But if it goes out here, 
of the of the Canadian Netflix, and I'm gonna watch it way more because that movie is a fucking masterpiece. And every time, it makes me cry so much. Oh my god, Marie! There's so much stuff that you miss the the fourth time you've seen it. You have to watch it at least eight times. Well, I did like there are some jokes that people make, like random, like. Not even the the main characters, like the background characters, will make a joke or something. Yes. That you're like, oh my gosh, what the fuck? Did you notice Penny has wheelies? No, I did not. My God, go back and watch it and just watch Penny. She has wheelies. It's awesome. Oh my God. She's yeah, her adorable. little. I love the little robot. Makes a whole bunch of jokes too, and you just never see it. And then you yeah, watch yeah, it yeah. again, and you're just like, "Oh my god, the little robot!" Well, I guess he's a big robot anyway. Yeah, the the big robot is making a face. It's funny. <laughs> I love it. I love the it movie's so great. Much. Go watch the movie. Go, Go watch, watch the show. Spider Verse. Get excited for Spider Verse two coming in 2022. I can wait. Yeah, I don't want to, but I can do it. You I can't can wait. rush perfection, Maria. I know, and it better fucking be perfect. Sony, you better not fuck this up, I swear to God. I swear to God, too. I mean, Spider-Verse 1 is, perf- is perfection. So, you know, maybe lightning will strike twice. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, just like some of the shadings and the colors and just... Oh my God, so good. It's so good so good yep so oh good, my god so good, so good we did a whole two hour podcast about it remember we did we talked for like two and a half hours about that one movie because it was beautiful we went through every single fucking shot of scene in and movie. yet somehow we didn't get through all of it nope. i have a new appreciation for all of the other songs did you know oh my that god. the sound for the prowler is just the sound of the of like it's just like the it's just a distorted version of Miles's like sound. His theme. Yeah. Oh my god. Who thinks of that? That's I don't perfect. Know. And it's so good because like once you've listened to that song a few t- times and you like rewatch it, you like feel like you you can hear it with the prowler, but then it just gets all like distorted Girl. because it's the because prow- it's a prowler and it's supposed to sound like scary. Oh. It does sound scary. It does. That it's theme fucking is terrifying. Awful. Yeah, oh. but Every it's just time. like a, a a messed up version of of the the same tune that like Miles's thing has like his right. like. You know. I mean, that's nothing new, but still, that's great. It's great, because so I noticed great. it. Fuck <laughs> you. It's great, because I noticed it. Remember when movies used to have, like, details and <laughs> substance? Remember when mu- movies had depth in them? Yeah. I've been watching The Lord of the Rings, actually. The Ridge Tridge. You've never seen those, have you? I've seen them in pieces, so I've never, like, watched them as a cohesive movie. Anyway, I'm watching them, and I'm appreciating them now. I see. Because I watched them when I was a teenager and never really, like, went back and watched them, and now I'm doing it. You appreciate how all the elves are white? Yeah, they're... they're, (laughs) Okay, yeah. There's some really bad stuff that maybe they should have fixed. Oh, God. 
the, I just love it. The, just it's just just yeah. the face. So it's like, all right, look, I understand. Okay. Just let me enjoy yeah. this, damn it. No, like I mean, the elves are kind of the worst parts of the movies. Let's be honest; they're all assholes. Fair. They're fair. Yeah, that's fair. They're they're all they're all kind of the anyway, except for Legolas. Legolas is is just you know. I like Legolas. Yeah. So you know. Anyway, but yeah, it's just like Spider-Verse. You see all these little things and you appreciate all the touches of it. Remember when movies had, you know, Easter eggs, art, <laughs> when they weren't all just the same movie over and over again. <laughs> God, it's good. It's a good <laughs> when they weren't just all Marvel. Oh my god, James, why is everything Marvel? Why is everything Disney now? Did you know? Okay, why is everything Disney and Amazon? Did you know Amazon is opening like pharmaceuticals now? They're, you can buy medicine, like pharmaceutical medicine from Amazon now. Just just blow my brains out. I don't fuck, fuck, fuck this place. <laughs> fuck this world. I don't care anymore. You know what? I don't care anymore. Fuck it. Yep. So, uh, our great overlords, Amazon and the Walt Disney Company. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. That's my response. <laughs> fuck. Anyway, so yeah, that's it. Do you have any other news? No. No. See you guys no. next time. What are we watching next time, James? Oh, well, we'll be out of Nostalgia November. Finally. It's over. It wasn't Maria. that bad. No, it wasn't really that bad compared to last time. God. What did we watch for? We watched Totally Spies. Huh. And what else? What was the other thing we watched for Nostalgia November? 2000s. Uh, yes. We watched this thing that you watched. Hold on. I'm trying yeah. to remember. I'm going back, back in our schedule. Remember. Uh, it's not on here. Fuck. Remember. Great. Yeah, all it, all it says is totally spies. <laughs> Apparently, all we watched is totally spies. The end. But That's impossible. Anyway, we'll be in nice. Christmas in December. December. We watched. Oh, my oh God. we watched um, Proud Family. Oh. We watched. Oh, that was unfortunate. Yeah. That was not what that so was supposed watched, to be about. Yeah, so we watched Totally Spies and we watched Proud Family. Oh. Oh. Oh, that was a bad nostalgia holy shit that was yeah. a bad one. Oh, this was way better yeah this was way better how maria how is a, a crazy assassin lady in a bondage outfit better show than one made by a, by a team of black artists i don't know i don't know like again that show wasn't bad entirely it no. just also falls into a bunch of like awful really bad tropes and traps in its attempt to be like 
a sensitive show, right? Like, yeah, I see what they're trying to do. They just weren't doing a good job of it. That's a no period. Oh uh, God. Anyway, uh, we'll be in Christmas in December, which means guess what, Maria? Oh no, we're watching the <laughs> Frozen show. Yep, it's our annual Olaf adventure. No. I, I hope they keep making these every year. Save me. They are. Save me from this, this one, pain. This one is 12 minutes long. Oh, Still not a short. Well, I suppose this could be worse. Like last year, it was 22 fucking minutes with like five different songs. There was more than that. I know. I was doing a low, general low estimate. Maybe there'll be more songs than this one. No. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, see you next time for this frozen hell. Yep. Again. Please, Again. Disney, keep making frozen shorts. Just over and over and over again. Please, I beg of you. No, stop. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Well, um, if you like this episode, leave us a like. If you're listening to us on on YouTube, leave us a comment and subscribe as well. Um, If you're listening to us on uh, iTunes, then leave us a review. If you're listening to us on Spotify, leave us... Well, follow us and keep listening. Um, you can also support us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Chaotic Silly, no space. Um, and if you if you really, really like us, then you can um, donate to us at our Patreon, at patreon.com slash chaotic silly. Um, and for a dollar, you get... Um, well, you would usually get our Movie Night in Hell podcast, but because it's COVID season, we've been releasing those for free anyway. So if you do support us, it would be because you actually like us and want us to keep doing this. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.